Oh, but also to answer your question from earlier, uh, yes, Oda did state in a tweet that um, things are now gonna start getting real. So no- twenty-five years, Mingo. This yo, and the only thing I can tell you is that this man has had a plan. He's had a hard plan, and he's going through with it. Do, do you do you already have like a a setup? in your last fall testament so like you know have people take turns reading the chapters that come out after you've passed or is this all gonna be julie <laughs> no i'm gonna i'm gonna set it up all y'all are gonna have to come at least once a day for a week or so till you can finish it Hello, welcome to Weebo Trash Talk, number one unranked weekly anime podcast every Wednesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time. We come to you live for our trash takes on the week's anime news, host topics, and we'll be playing what we've been watching right here at twitch.tv slash CLSP. So close. Please remember, if Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free monthly free sub for any channel. It'll be a channel for you, but if not, that's okay. You can still support us by liking, subscribing, the other way, the free way, reviewing, harding, starring, whatever the... F- I don't know what... Whatever the hell, like the little look around. Okay, stop. Look at the phone. Pull, pull the phone up. Pull the phone up. Look at whatever you're listening to. There's got to be a button there to go ahead and say, "Hey, I like this." I don't know what it looks like. Maybe it's a star. Maybe it's a heart. Whatever it is, I know the button's there. I want you to press it. And then there's got to be a button for sharing. Now, this we might lose you on here because I know when, sometimes you know phones are stupid. You press the button, suddenly the app minimizes. You don't know where the fuck you are, and you got to get back to us. It. It's, it's such an annoying process. I, I I understand this. I understand. But look, here's what I need you to understand more so than that. We're desperate. I know that I upload these these episodes in batches now. I apologize. It's called manic depression. The, the episodes get in there. I know. I know you all watch them. I see the numbers. I know. I know you love them. I know you're here for a while. There's no way in hell, statistically speaking, the numbers that we get, you aren't there, and you did not just watch like five, four episodes in a row before you got here. You have the time. You can come back to us. You, you clear like us enough. So press the button that does share. Figure out all the things. Tell it to your friends. Sell it to your mom. Tell it to your grandma. Your grandma might go ahead and you know put out an egg. Be like, sign us. It's, it's okay. Just share it. Let people know. We love you. We appreciate you. Anyway, I'm your host, Seals P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by one of my one co-hosts this week, uh, El Chefe himself, Mingo. I've got Cooking with Chefe on Facebook and Twitter. Come on, babies. Give us give us that, uh, give us those shares. Give us those subs. You know, the more you get us going, we can start offering some really good shit. Not just some funny content, some nerdy shit, me talking shit about DBZ because, you know, I hate that shit. But also, RIP to my boy Gohan. All I'm saying, you know. So the, the, oh, the mother, yeah. the motherland spoke. I they've yet to give me this movie, but the motherland clearly spoke. I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody. Like, look, was Goku you know was Goku a bad dad? Was Goku a bad dad, or did he just know something that apparently him and Japan knew that but nobody else knew? Not I'm just saying, folks. The, the creator wanted Gohan to be the next. Kira Toriyama was like, yo, okay, we need to let Goku go and, you know, bring in the Gohans. And Japan but said, uh, no. No. Hard no. And even at that, so Gohan's new form. Spoilers, spoilers, people. You haven't gotten the West yet. No more. No more. No mas. No mas. We have to draw a line somewhere. Can only hope, Grace. Can only hope that maybe in the West they'll save it again. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Are they going to bring back the fucking guitar riffs? I, I would love for them to bring back the fucking guitar riffs. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, this is episode 41 on Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. This week we have for you... Uh... Well, we we have your what what we've been watching for me, which is about three things. So we'll go over that, and then we have like no new announcements and no new dates. So I don't know. It was a slow week. Anime Expo was like two weeks ago, and people are still recovering. So whatever. That has been. I've got to spend less time on the fucking document this week, and I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I'm I'm happy with that. So we'll go ahead and have a nice easy show. 
sit back, relax, let us soothe you with our voices. Soothing. <laughs> hmm. And let's begin with what we've been watching. Uh, this week, we're going to go over my stuff. First up, this is one that I'm glad Mingo is at least here for because this is very much a jam. This is the comfy feels. This is the thing. Again, get your your serotonin, folks. First up, we are going to talk about the Aharensan wa Hakari Nai. I don't know why they went with the actual Japanese name. It's kind of stupid because it's hard to tell people what to look for. But the main thing is uh, Aharensan, the anime. Let's look that up. Song Crunchyroll, sub and dub. I highly recommend it. So, Aharensan. I promised myself I would be good at this, but I clearly am not. Uh, uh, let me get this description up here. There we go. So, the premise for this is, in his first year of high school, making companions isn't easy as Raido struggles to make friends. One day in class, Raido tries to talk to his classmate next to him and thinks she's ignoring him, but later realizes she was shunned by her previous classmates for being clingy, clingy, awkward, and timid. Raido decides to help his classmate, Reina, to come out of her shell and befriend her for whatever... That's a weird way to say that. Yeah, come out of her shell and befriend her for whatever it takes. For whatever... No, you say whatever it takes. You don't say for... Whatever. And turn... An intern coming out of his own rather odd shell. Folks, you remember our time speaking about Miss Kobayashi. Remember our time talking about a sleepy princess in, in the demon castle. It's been long enough. You deserve a break. Get your serotonin, get your chill, get your relaxed, get your, get your funny. Get your funny and good feels with Aharensa. Again, it's the story of this dude who's like this insanely tall, kind of built dude who's like, you know what, uh, you know, very solemn, very quiet, loner type person, not really trying to be. He's just a bit awkward when it comes to communicating with people. And he meets the uh, his classmate, Aharen, who, like the description said, speaks to him. Things that, oh, they're being blown off. He feels really bad about it. Discovers, oh, no, she actually is talking to him, but she's very soft-spoken. Like, I mean, in the first few episodes, you don't really hear her speak too uh, loudly because she has to, like, pull him down, whisper in his ear. All of that get very, very clingy, very, very close because she really cares about her friends. But that's how, the only way she knows how to communicate. And as the story goes on, it's their different ways of interacting with each other and other people and how... Raido is just so desperate to try and go ahead and be a good friend, and Aharin's is just this awkward, talented, but just very soft-spoken individual. It involves dog riding. It involves crane games. It involves eye drops. That's not a good image. I don't know if I would put that in a trailer normally. But it's it's just it's just so good. It's so calm. It's so cute. It's so uh, beautiful. Well animated. It legitimately did get some good laughs out of me. It really, really did. I'm not going to lie. Um, 12 episode run. I kind of hope we get more. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't because we do get a full conclusion of, you know, what it pretty much leads you to, to understand is going to happen, does happen. It has the very common trope of, you know, oh, the oldest one is the smallest one of one of their relationships, things of that nature. And I... It's kind of weird that they they do have a, a cast of characters, but they don't really expand on that cast too too much or give them like spotlights that takes away from the two main characters. So it is very much Raido and Reina who are the you know the main focus of all the episodes. But in they bounce out, so they never get tired. They never get tiresome. It doesn't feel like a small you know. It doesn't feel like a small show or limited. They, they really do get into such wacky situations that it feels like it is expanding more and more. It feels much larger than you would normally. You know how some shows, they have their main cast, but their side characters are there to you know, press some things wrong, but they don't really do much, they don't really add much. So it feels like it's a very, you know, uh, empty environment. That's not the case here. They, they, it's, it's just really w well written and 
I'm sad we don't get to see more of the world. It, I, I really would like to see more of it. And oh god, I'll have to tell you, folks. Go back. Get serotonin. Get serotonin. Okay, next up. Go ahead. And bring on... This is what I have been watching, and I was a little nervous at first. So, Trapped in a Dating Simulator, or Dating Sim, Life is Hard for Mobs. I might have butchered that name on there, but basically Trapped in a Dating Sim. That's what you want to look for. So, this one came out on Crunchyroll, and at first, I was kind of nervous about watching it, because it gave very much... Uh, Redo of Healer vibes initially on uh, trailer synopsis. Jesus. Thankfully, that was not the case. That was just, you know, trying to make him see a, seem a lot more edgy than he was. It is not, it's not that extreme at all. It actually is very well balanced. It's beautiful. It's, uh, dude, it's another isekai. Uh, dude dies. He spends basically. I think so many days just sitting in front of a TV, unlocking all the characters in the Otome game for his little sister. He had to play it so many times and learn it back and forth. That's what he does. And as he is walking out of his apartment to go get food or something, you know, all that blood rushes through. He trips, falls over, dies, wakes up in said dating sim. Here's the, the bit of a twist on it that most don't do. He knows the game so much, he hates effort, so his entire thing is, yo, just let me be a mob character. I don't want to be the hero. I don't want to deal with all this bullshit. I'm going to use the knowledge that I know to get myself in just a position where I can live a nice, peaceful, advantageous life. You know? And that's it. But in doing that, it's it's kind of a weird thing. Of like, I, The world is honestly way cooler than it needs to be. Of It's a world where... It's fantasy in terms of, like, you know, uh, Victorian era uh, style and class systems and everything. But they're on floating islands that have magic. And the secret in the game that's also the point in the anime is there's actually secret hidden technologies that go ahead and give people the edge, you know? So one of the first things he does is go out to a secret area that in the game was a pay-to-win area to get a cheat item early on. And he does that to go ahead and basically, you know, get a super-powered mech and a robot assistant that helps him through to always be able to cheese and stay ahead of everyone else. He does it specifically just to go ahead and get just ahead of everybody else in the peaceful life. But in doing so, other shenanigans happen, which leads him to keep elevating the status more and more, even though he's trying not to. This eventually leads to him, you know, going to the typical magic school for um, higher-ups. Which is what he planned to go ahead and do, but he didn't want to get too uh, too big there. And doing so, he ends up crossing paths with the female protagonist and the female antagonist. Who, through his interference, both pretty much become, both become the heroines. He tries to go ahead and let the protagonist still have the light, but she's very, you know, again, another soft-hearted, soft-spoken individual needs some prodding. And the antagonist takes her, gets her role stolen, basically, of where she was doing, even though she seems like the bad guy to the rest of the world. The reason for it is because, twist in this one, there is another person who got isekai'd in. A young girl who somehow, we don't really find out how, uh, did, you know, also played the Atomic game, knew all about it, and then got sent to the world as well. And she is trying to be the protagonist and gets the five, four princes that were the love interests in the game to basically, you know, fall for her, obsessed with her, things of that nature. And it's effectively a story of how he is just like, I fucking hate pretty boys. I hate this game. I hate everything about this system. People are on there. Uh, and just screwing with them for the sake of... He just really hates these people. He just really hates them and wants them to get out of the way. 
But in doing so, it keeps elevating his status. And he keeps getting more and more things that stop him from living a peaceful life. But it's also a big thing of he's an older dude. So he knows that like, at one point after getting the advantageous system that he has, a big thing at the school is tea parties to impress young ladies to go ahead and court them. Because that's the whole point. In this world, it's very much a uh, matriarchy where the women hold the power. Um, and he ends up uh, swooning uh, one of the prince's mom who was actually the queen or something like that. And it's just the funny circumstance of, of the prince who uh, he puts in a very uh, poor situation, being like, how the fuck can you fall for him? How dare you? What's going on? He's just like, no, shut up. I'm older. I want to mature. Because he, he does not want the young girls. He, he doesn't want them because he, he's, he's an older dude. You know, not too, too old, like in his 20s, something like that. But he's like, I have no interest in teenage girls. I really don't. And in this circumstances like that where it just puts them ahead, there was like, magic motorbikes there is giant mech fights monster fights uh it's a hilarious thing of at one point early on they have a fight of all the princes in their you know typical humanoid uh color coordinated magic mechs versus him uh back to back and his mech is a giant fucking tank of a mech that's like super buff and you know heavy doesn't move a whole lot but then has a giant backpack full of like weapons and armaments and whatnot and everyone's saying like how his mech looks old and clunky and not effective compared to the thinner more elite models as they say them you know typical uh fantasy bullshit <coughs> but his mech's more powerful because obviously all it is bullshit he it's, it's a pay to win item again so they can't do anything about him. And it's just it's just constantly him just turning this world upside down because he keeps going for the cheesy early victory routes. And I I'm so surprised at how much I really, really did enjoy this. Like I didn't expect to be as into it as it was. Ultimately, it ended up being the thing I looked forward to the most every week during this season. I have no idea why it matches that. It's not insanely well animated. I wouldn't say the story is that great, but I don't know. Maybe it just spoke to some weird sadistic side of me that wants to get even with people. No, the, the petty side of me. I don't know. Just it just it just wanted like revenge, and it was so enjoyable to see people who are normally the the privileged just get knocked down constantly. Ah. Uh. And the, his little robot spear companion is basically uh, Alfred, if you were a little robot spear. And I love it. So that was Trapped in Dating Sim. And oh, lastly, damn. lastly, Mingo, you may have heard about this, but I know someone might have told you a story about this. I went to go see the Deer King. I wanted it. Here's the thing, folks. Deer King. Is uh let me let me get let me get the synopsis for this one. This one there's a synopsis. So this was originally a 2021 film. We only got in the West uh this past week. So uh let's see here. Where is the descriptor? The descriptor load up, please. It was it was a manga first? It was, no, it was a novel series first. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, the last survivor of a band of warriors is enslaved in a salt mine. One night, savage dogs attack, and a mysterious disease wipes out everyone at the mine. The warriors give up a little girl while a gifted physician looks for a cure. So, I have been watching this since it was announced some time ago. I've been waiting like close to a year to go ahead and check this out. It looks really cool. It's like it gave me very much uh Mononoke vibes. And I was like, you know what? Uh fuck Miyazaki. I, I'm always looking for a way to go ahead and say, I don't need his movies anymore. I got this instead. So I was looking for this to go ahead and be my Mononoke Slayer. Before anyone tries to give me shit, because fuck assholes and that dude is a terrible asshole. I don't want to support his shit. 
So this was this I was really looking forward to this. I really was. It's a cool thing of like the description went ahead and said, you hear the story of this one individual that uh, you find out in bits and pieces. You know, he was a great warrior of this one uh, country that kind of fell apart, fell in disgrace. He loses his wife and his son. Gets enslaved. He's working there. While that's happening one night, uh, there's a, this well-known disease that's going around. Uh, and it is spread by wolves, basically. And they go ahead and attack. They kill everyone else. He had, you know, in doing a small, you know, standard, loner, quiet, tough guy act, uh, helped one person who does the typical, oh, the old man fell and dropped his load in the mine and whatever the fuck. So he was in jail when that happens. And in doing so, he comes across this one woman who is, uh, as you discover later on, enfeebled, basically. And the way they handle, they, they keep enfeebled women to work is to go ahead and... Mingo, watch your mic. My bad, hold on. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the way they keep them focused is they give them a small child on their back to keep them calm. Uh, which is what they did. The wolves attack, everybody else dies, and one of the wolves you see has the kid in their mouth. So, this dude breaks free of his chains, grabs the wolf, and is threatening to basically kill it until let's go with the kid. The wolf bites him, and, you know, somehow he's not being affected by the disease, and neither is she. So, they escape, they go on. Here's the thing about this, from this part on. Fell asleep. So, I can't tell you what happens next. I know they end up in a village. They seem happy in said village. Um... For some reason, said village is attacked. Shocker, I know. But that's what I came back up on uh, when I woke up. I'm like, oh, okay. This is happening now. Um, village is attacked. The wolves kidnapped a girl. Uh, he chases after a girl. Uh, at the same time as his story is going on, there's a story of a physician who's trying to find a way to cure the disease. And they meet up. He is badly wounded because he's fighting... The group that attacks the village, he's fighting the wolves, and he's fighting this one woman who just really hates his uh, kind, I guess. He's just, you know, former warring nations, whatever, and she just hates him for prejudice reasons. Uh, they follow, go after the girl, track down the wolves, and this is their story of, like, how do they go ahead and save the girl? What is her importance? What does it all lead to? Uh, why are they not affected by the disease? You know, things of that nature. And I really enjoyed it. I really did. I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray and own it and maybe stay awake this time. But yeah, the movie I was waiting some odd years for finally came out and I was asleep for about half of it. That's, 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 that's me though. That's me. It was a good movie. Go support it. G Kids knows their stuff. Please support G Kids. They're good. They're they're a good group. They do good work. Yeah, that's all for me for what I've been watching. Mingo, anything to add? Uh. I need to get back to Birdie Wing. Yeah. What I have Hopefully. watching as well, we'll throw this on there, is One Piece. And uh, we're officially in the, I think it's C7 arc. They just found out that the ship can't be fixed. One Piece fans, uh, I'd like a word, if I can borrow you for a second here. So, I like to think I speak to, speak about One Piece with some respect, right? Right? Yeah. I think I'm fair. I think, I think, I think I, you know, I'm good to it. Am I not? Who's your One Piece fan? Mingo, you good? Yeah, 
I'm waiting for you to say what you want to say. Okay, no, that's, that's, I just want to make sure. You know, I, I was waiting for that response. You know, I, I, like I said, I think I've been fair to it. I, I, you know, we're at episode what, uh, one something. Yeah, Way you should there. be in the hundreds. Yeah, uh, finished up the Alabasta arc. Finished up the Skypea arc. Finished up the uh, Foxy Pirates. <laughs> And now we're in C seven. Uh, One Piece fans, what the fuck was that? Real? What the fuck was that? You're gonna tell me? I went through all of Skypea to get to the Foxy Pirates. Really? Really? I I'm I'm still here. I'm still watching, but um uh, Mingo, you you were there. I mean, we 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 worked the the Black Panther. You you've seen the meme of is this your king? Am I correct? You you've seen the is this your king meme? Yeah, but I enjoyed the Foxy Pirate thing. I need to understand. I'm I'm out here trying. Look, man, if you're able, look, every big shonen has their faults. All right, Bleach filled with it. Naruto. My biggest thing was looking for a goddamn lunchbox in the middle of the war. Lunch is important, but go on. Yeah, I get you. You know, and you know, One Piece. Sometimes it's the Foxy Pirates. It's a hit and miss. Okay, but here's the thing about that. That lunchbox thing, that was, um, uh... That was filler. Fox is canon. He is. He's get shown in the movies. That's the fun part. They made me go through that on purpose. And actually, you know, it's still wild. You still see him to this day. He was just in a stampede. Maybe it was Skypea. Maybe maybe on another in another plane of existence, I would have liked it more. But after Skypea, my brain was damn near fried. Because that, you know, huh? I'm honestly surprised because the English that was like the best part of it of the whole first uh, first round of Foxy Pirates thing is uh the English dub of Luffy with his afro. <laughs> I I didn't have it in me anymore, Mingo. I was drained. <laughs> Of that excitement I, and that joy. I just still quote fucking Usopp. It's not the afro that makes the man. It's the man that makes the afro. I remember everybody commenting about the afro. And I wanted to be like, I want to enjoy this more. I want to be about this more. I couldn't do it because I was still recovering from goddamn Skypea. Hell, you even get a, you even get a character break out of Sanji where he goes... Oh, look at those funky jive. I can't believe how amazing this is. Is this, is this my life now? Is this my life all now? I can, all I can say is, Carlito, buckle up. It's a hell of a ride. <laughs> like, I just... I was just so... I'm just so tired. I was just so tired to Skypea. And you know what, though? I will tell you this, Carlito. Rightfully so, it is okay to feel tired after Skypea. Skypea is probably the lowest ranked arc in One Piece. It was so much. Just to get to a flashback. That was the only good part about it. Like... Hey, the flashback was good. I enjoyed the flashback. I thought the flashback was really, really cool. I was just so tired at that point, though, man. I you was know what's just funny so is, tired. IP is not even that long. 
like in hindsight or in retrospect, like that. Skype is actually a pretty small arc. Hold on, I'm I'm, I'm looking yeah. at this now. You 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 awaken this. Hold on. I read it and watch it. I want to know. I want. I need to know these things. Skypea is season three on Funimation. That was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Technically nine. Okay, so nine. Nine by six. Okay. Fifty four episodes. Mingo, that's a Gundam series. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you what's a mile to a football field. Guy Pia technically took me, I want to say, three years to get through. Because that's what I would always get hung up on. I would always get caught on Sky Pia. No matter where I was, no matter what, how I tried to watch it, always got stuck on Sky Pia. It's finally done. And according to Netflix, they will be adding uh, Enos Lobby this coming Friday. And I've been trying Spiders. to get the Enos Lobby all these years since the, the the first time I looked at One Piece. I was like, man, maybe there is something to this. Was back in the early 2000s and people had really shitty One Piece AMVs to rise against on YouTube. Yeah. And it was My all Enos Lobby stuff. You get to see some good stuff in, in Water 7, Enies Lobby. Yeah. Because you go know, Water I... 7. Go ahead. Uh, the, the whole arc back back when, um, before Funimation tried to separate it, was labeled as Water 7. Yeah. Because you start there and you end there. Um, it wasn't until they actually started parting it in... Um, whatchamacallit, uh, Funimation, they separated Water 7 and Annie's Lobby. Yeah. Uh, la later on, if you actually choose to read or continue watching, you're gonna see that, uh, it gets done that a lot, like, um, uh, Impel Down and Marine Ford are technically two separate arcs. But Impel Down's, like, really short. Uh, Water 7, you're looking at 100+. plus. For factuals. What episodes? For uh, Water 7 and his lobby. Okay. That's okay with that. Like, it, it doesn't seem that long. So I'm looking at the previews right now. And everything I'm looking at, I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm it's seeing. A, it's honestly a top-tier arc. Uh, you get a lot of information. Um, and honestly, I believe that's what really sets up the series. For, mm -hmm. like, the whole tone of... You know, not only for Luffy, but, like, the world itself. Yeah. Like, it's a big expansion on the One Piece world that, like, um, really, I guess, sets a good path on not only understanding Luffy as a character, but Luffy as, like, a pirate captain and such. Yeah. And it also, like, sets, like, a destination for them for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know... <clears throat> You may be on the fence on, like, watching it, but, like, for me personally, after watching Water 7, I was like, yo, I want to steam through this shit. I want to get caught up. And then, unfortunately, I got caught up back then when fucking there was no uh, streaming service of dub. You have to wait till those DVDs came out. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother were buying all the way up until, I believe, uh, Thriller Bark. And that was only because that's as far as they were released to. 
Because remember, kids, this streaming shit's still fairly recent. This man has no pants. <laughs> yeah, you're you're at the end. Don't don't skip uh, too far now. Don't spoil yourself. That's a uh, that is Luffy in a cage with no pants. Okay, okay. Don't know. We'll see. That that's where I'm at with that. Like, look, look, One Piece fans. That is just a lot. Okay, like I need I I need y'all to. At least calm down on the whole no bad arc situation, or no no hard to get through arc situation. You know, because that's, that's that's what I hear a lot. Skypea was a hard arc. Skypea is also the bottom arc, though. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, no, I understand I that. Find, I, I didn't that. find Skypea as hard to get through, but then again, I was also young when I was watching it, so like. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, when I was watching, I was like, man, this is how shonens work back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it, it was a what? blast from the goddamn past. I will hard admit this. I will hard, as a diehard One Piece fan, who has not one, but two One Piece tattoos on him, and who is going to whore himself out to make sure I get cases, a case of One Piece trading cards when they come out this November. Uh, I feel as though animation-wise, they progressed hella. Yeah. Hella. Production-wise, increased hella. Now, that doesn't mean a lot. all of it progressed forward. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my biggest issues, and I've said this many times in this podcast, and I'll keep saying it. I started reading it because I was only getting 12 minutes an episode of actual animation. And if it if and if there's any proof that they're gonna milk this bitch until we're gone, it's the fact that there's about seven minutes on the OP with uh with preview and another eight minutes or so on ED with preview to the next episode. Like Man, they out here. I'll just say, they out here. It's wild. Mm-hmm. And what makes it even worse is they do it on the DVDs, too. Without the skip option. I don't, I don't know. Now, I will give them this, though. I am watching Funimation. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm watching One Piece on the Netflix app. Because typically it has the best video quality. I will say, for episodes that were way back when... You know, like these are old episodes. Um, that quality is fucking good. Like, they had to have gone to like a remaster or some shit because they are really solid quality in terms of like the actual video. Like, it looks crisp on my 4K smart TV. Yo, big uh, big props to Oda though. You know, he, this man, not only. You know, is writing this this he's the one creating this, right? Mm-hmm. But he oversees television production, movie production, and he's also overseeing the trading card coming out. Yeah. And that trading card is getting not only animation art, but new art as well. Like it's 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 a good thing. It has it has not been a bad ride, like I said. Skypea was just a lot. It's just rough. It it is. It's one of those slower arcs, you know. All the you don't get as much of the crew dynamic as you would want to, especially since it's the beginning, you know, when they're all supposed to be coming together. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee you, Water Seven will fix that. Folks, this motherfucker Oda came out today and tweeted. About this same situation of, oh, look, getting all the crew together. This whole final saga arc people were reporting on, including ourselves. 
This man had the gall to come out here and say, hey, if you would like, you can skip the last 25 years and start here. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know you know what he, I look at that really as? He really had the gall to say that. I look at it like this. Because he knows. Right? This, this man is smart. He's been planning this. He's had it all planned out. I have a feeling... His plan is, you know what? Since there's already a new generation that's that's giving birth to a new generation, we're gonna start them off in the middle. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna say it right now for all the kiddos out there that think that, oh well, you know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just dive head first into this. It ain't ending soon. Everybody out there hyped. Oh, Final Saga. It's the final... This ain't no Attack on Titan Part 3 of the final part. There's you a reason why... The last 25 years of this series. <laughs> That's just not normal. You know, would you have ever imagined that, Carlito? Like, when One Piece first came out back in our teens and, like, you know, just being like, man, you know, I can't wait to see the ending of this just to have the creator 25 years tell you. Yeah, uh, if you want to just start in the middle, you can. I am 30-something years old, folks. When One Piece first came out in the West, it was on four kids, and I was in elementary school. Wait, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure it was. Hold on. It's originally started in the West. No, no, I was in middle school. I was in middle school. Uh... The Fox Block, oof, the Fox Block, on September 18th, 2004. September 18th, 2004. One Piece itself began in 19... 97. Ju- July 22nd. And I said, oh, well, it's going to, it's, well, yeah, yeah, okay. That's on Friday, anniversary on Friday. Damn. That's cool. 1997. The late 1900s, as some of you have come to call them. You know what's wild? I was, I was only three. All right. Repeat that, 97. You, you, were, you were how old? You said 1997, right? Yeah. I was three years old. Mingo, I, I... Here's the thing about that. I was eight years old. Time didn't exist before I was born. You weren't three years old. You were you were eight. You were the same age as me, and that's how it went. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I was born in '94. Th- nope, nope. There was no time before me. You're nope. The same age. Uh, young people don't exist. It's not, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Mm-mm, nope. Look, we'll look, back. look, I've already got aged once through the accident. I ain't doing this again. It's, it's mm, mm, okay. But, okay. But you know what? Yeah, so keep in mind. Keep in mind. Most people at the beginning of One Piece now already have another generation that got introduced to One Piece. 
Anyway, we're going to go off to catalog updates now. <laughs> Gallant? Gallant's not here. Okay. The Ancient Magus Bride, the boy from the West, the Night of the Blue Storm dub coming on. Crunchyroll along with Shoot, Gold to the Future. Another soccer anime. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Love soccer animes. I'll have one to talk about next week, probably. Wait, In that the Ancient Magus Bride, is that a that a continuation or a spinoff? Uh, the Ancient Magus Bride? Yeah, because uh, um, like the anime had ended, ended. I don't know if the anime ended, ended. I know what the first season, at the very least, did end. I don't know if there's more story to tell. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I should. Uh, but these it's were good. like uh, one-shot uh, stories. Yeah, I, and uh, I know they did two uh, two OVAs for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these were but, these, uh, these are them. Oh, these are them. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool then. Fuck, I'm they were like an OVA for... series basically. That's what they they started uh, showing on Crunchyroll. Oh, cool. Then I'm looking forward to this then because Ancient Mages Bride was really good. It got, I believe, when I first watched it, it had already won its awards for the Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. See so what that turns into. And also, again, shoot to uh, shoot gold of the future, getting its dub, releasing Crunchyroll as well. I'm all about more soccer anime. We already have one going right now. We got this one starting up now as well. In the future, I think next year we're gonna have another soccer anime. I'm I'm feasting, folks. I'm feasting. Moving on to new announcements, we got two of them for you. First up, four people lie in their own way. Comedy anime is getting an October debut. Uh, that's not an official name, but it's the best we got right now in terms of like a little translation. <clears throat> the school comedy story follows four friends at a girl's school. They may seem like ordinary second-year junior high school students at first glance, but they are a space pilot, a ninja without a clan, a girl with supernatural powers, and a boy in girls' clothing. I mean... We're here for a good time, not a long time, folks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, next up is... West Gallon was here for this. High-speed... Atoli? Racing-themed uh, anime has been announced. Uh, let me see here. The show follows the character Rin Rindo. Rin once had a dream of becoming a ballet dancer, but had to give up on that dream due to an injury. Afterwards, he became a neat and a gamer who lived in her grandmother's house. But one day, she was suddenly thrown into the world of racing. I I mean, sure. The promo art looks cool. What do that turns into? Uh, moving on to new dates, we have Tsunami, who will be airing the Yashihime Princess Half-Demon second act beginning July 30th. So that's going to go ahead and be... Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. Gallant would have known more about this than I than I do. I, I put this out here because I know some of you uh, VTuber people are in here. Hollow Live English VTuber uh, Tsukumo Sana is graduating on July 31st, which basically means they're retiring. So, go on to that. We did get an official date for that time I got Recarnate a Slime. The film will be getting a release in Japan November 25th. Of this year, we do not know if there will be a simultaneous release in the States as well. One would hope, but who knows? We'll see what happens. I hope we do, because I think Slime could do great numbers. Actually, it'd be a really good combo, considering that would be Black Friday here in the States. Ooh, would it? Yeah. Hold on. Right? Ooh. I mean, we we get it the following week though. We typically get those on like you know the the, the middle of the week. So yeah, it would. Uh, I mean, if if they were to do it, I I think that'd be a hell of a combo because people already be out anyways. Yeah, I miss. Pretty slime. interesting. I do too. Uh, what am I watching recently that that did really good as a companion piece for that? What was it? I had something I was watching recently. Let me t- let me check this list real quick. One more again. Hold on. What was it? Oh, you know what? We're talking about it. Maybe next week. Maybe not. Uh, Sukimichi Moonlit Fantasy. Gave very cool, similar feelings, uh, quality in terms of uh, slime. 
I recommend that. Talk about it more in the future. All on all on Crunchyroll, sub and dub. Enjoy that. Alright, folks, and with that, go ahead and call it a night. Thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed yourself. We enjoyed having you. As always, we will come back to you tomorrow on the channel. Chris.tv slash CLOSP. That's Chris.tv slash CLOSP. Uh, for Leeds YouTube Roundup, myself and Minus covering local news. Sorry about not having an episode yesterday. Life stuff happened. Uh, but we'll be back then. Then we'll be back next Tuesday again with VG Weekly Roundup. And then next Wednesday again here at Weekly Trash Talk. And then, of course, the time after that with more VG Weekly Roundup again, as always. I believe we will be getting back to Halo tomorrow night as well. So if you want to catch that on the channel, feel free to go ahead and do so. Migo, plugs? Uh, tomorrow I'll be at Gamers Gems with uh, two pizzas. And then on Friday, I'll be at Multiverse here in San Antonio. If uh, any of my San Antonio peeps want to come try some pro-style pizza, hit your boy up. Very good. Very good. All right, with that, we're going to go away now because I want to. I'm going to go eat stuff. I'm going to go do things. I put 118 hours and 59 minutes into... The first run of Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. It was a lot. I'm gonna go add some more. Bye, folks! <laughs>